Hey guys, you know what time it is. It's ad time. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, there's creational tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Please download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's the best way to make a podcast. Don't pass it up. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Cross the Divide Podcast brought to you by finflam.com. I'm your host, Big John, and we're joined again by Rashid. Rashid, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, John. I'm doing well. I'm glad we're reconnecting. I'm glad we're resuming this podcast. I think it was long overdue. It's been a long time since we've done one. Yeah, I think now we can resume a regular schedule, too. Would you like to tell our listeners what we actually talk about, like certain things that we talk about? Uh, we really discuss, I think, just a range, a really wide range of issues. Anything that I think someone can disagree on politically, and as we know, politics infects every bit of our life even when you think that well this is just tap water how is this political then we get into like the privatization of water and the long history of you know like water rights and stuff like that so every part of our lives is political and i think this podcast serves as a commitment to uh um uh to experiencing and exploring uh all perspectives that are at the very least both uh, the most the the uh, both perspectives down the aisle so uh that's kind of why i was eager to come back because i like talking to big john we disagree on a lot but we're able to have a civil conversation about it and that's to say the that's, least yeah to say the least well we got several issues lined up for today we have the race for 2020 you know our perspectives on who we think is going to win from the democratic side from the <laughs> republican side obviously and who's obviously going to take this thing then we are going to speak about the impeachment proceedings how that went and we're also going to speak about Soleimani. so um let's get into uh 2020 issue and uh, last night was a debate and right now bernie sanders seems to be the front runner for the democratic party um how do you feel about bernie sanders uh <laughs> Flat out, I, I love him. I, I think he is the most uh, qualified. Yeah, I do. I think he's the most qualified Democratic uh, nominee. I think he's been the most qualified Democratic nominee for the last two election cycles. Um, and I would say he's I, I would say he's the best our best bet in uplifting uh, the the base of America, the really the, the blood of America. I think his intentions are good, but uh, if you were to ask me who I think on the Democratic Party who would, who who actually whose plans actually have substance to them, it's Elizabeth Warren, and I don't like Elizabeth Warren, but her legislation she seems to have a plan for every single thing, and I respect that because I mean she's prepared, she's done her research, she's done her due diligence on what she thinks needs to be done and what goes into it, and I think she's probably you know right up there with them, even though she came in was it uh ahead of biden last time if i'm not mistaken yeah. or, or, she was or, third. or after okay she was third mm-hmm. and biden came in fourth um i think that uh she still has plenty plenty to offer and i think last night did you watch the debate last night uh, i didn't i didn't I, I had to skip it it was uh 
it was intense. I'll tell you what, they were going for each other's jugular and they did not back down. And Warren seemed to uh, eclipse Klobuchar's momentum last night because Pete was just getting on Klobuchar non -stop. He did not let up once. Um, I think Elizabeth Warren, her presence last night was, it was necessary. And the fire that they were saying she lacked, she really stepped up big time, especially going after uh, uh, Michael Bloomberg. Who I think is just a fucking idiot, and uh, yeah, I mean yeah. the fact that, I, that she that she presented it when she first said we're going to, we're going up against a person who's called women fat hogs, who has nine uh, non disclosure agreements with all kinds of women over sexual assault or sexual misconduct or interpretations of misconduct, and she's like, and I'm not talking about Trump, I'm talking about Michael Bloomberg. I mean, she just buried him. She buried him. It was like, oh my goodness, that's come on. <laughs> so her fire was like, it just came in nonstop after that. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought she was pretty good. Bernie Sanders held his own against everybody else. It seemed like him and Pete, obviously, because they're the two front runners right now, that they were battling, you know, pretty much on um, the rapport of the person, if that yeah. makes any sense. And uh, so, you know, because you figure Pete, they asked him, well, you used to be a, a big Bernie Sanders fan. You used to look up to him. You wrote your uh, your your paper on him that you got an award for. And he's like, well, I used to be. I still respect some of his stuff, but uh, not so much anymore, which is kind of, you know, I think of a bullshit kind of thing because I'm pretty sure he'd rather have Bernie Sanders in his cabinet some type of way than anybody else on that stage. So, um, I mean, is there... Go ahead. I, I will say that I think also that uh, Bernie Sanders is a populist candidate. Right. Uh, just like Donald Trump was. Right. And I think I think Pete Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg is is I think he's perceptive enough to, and it, to know that he doesn't want to alienate people who support Bernie Sanders because they are really they are very real and visceral part of the population. But Bert, but Pete and and Bernie are two totally different candidates you know what i mean they uh, uh they they like he may he may he may appreciate bernie sanders but i think pete's uh, uh politics are aren't aren't aligned with bernie sanders politics i think i think pete is a really fresh face on a really old corporate uh uh, uh take on the democratic party uh, uh, pete is very much an establishment democrat i think um, um, and I think that really diverges from Bernie Sanders, who's been pushing the same message, the same progressive message for 40, 40, at least 40 years. You see, know what he, I mean? When I, when I see him say the same shit, I respect it because he hasn't he hasn't flip flopped like everybody yeah. else does. He is the Democratic or Socialist Party ish candidate. As Ron Paul was for the Libertarian slash Republicans, yeah, Ron but Paul I never changed his narrative. And Bernie Sanders is the same way on the Democratic side slash you know socialist side, right? That they they stick to their guns. They don't care what anybody says. But they they have how do I say? Uh, for the most part, they can back it up with you know good substance and good context into what they're actually trying to say. I, yes. I respect that about them. Now I will say that you had Klobuchar, you had Buttigieg, you had Biden, you had Warren, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and then you had Michael Bloomberg on stage, right? Most of those, right now, as it happens, most of those candidates 
they, they they're supposed to be for Democrats, which I just think is hilarious. Yet they all have had issues with race politics, right? What do you mean? Uh, what about Bernie Sanders? What about uh? Oh, that's why I said most of them. Well, oh, he, okay, he yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff about about other people, but I can't recall. But I know he said certain things. Um, I don't know if it's about black people or 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 what, but sp- specifically Buttigieg, especially when you know he was oh, asked. Yeah. He was asked about well, you know, what happened with uh, in your town that you were doing in South Bend, Indiana, and yet he had the highest rate of arrest for marijuana for black people in the state not to mention that percentage was the highest in the country while he was mayor for eight years so people he you you can't win if you're a democrat when you make statements like that but you work off of your own rhetoric to enforce it it's counterproductive to the whole process the same thing goes with elizabeth warren how can you say that you're for the people and, and you're for minority rights, yet I don't give a fuck what those DNA tests said. She said she she used her her Native American uh, culture, I guess you would could say her blood that she thought that heritage. she was always told her heritage mm-hmm. to get into college. That's not fair. She was like point zero 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 one percent of Native American. It's that you, you, she used that as a as a crutch period right yeah um then you have bloomberg how he is on that stage after he enforced the stop and frisk and the audio that just came out which i think is honestly quite weird that nobody really in the democratic party except for those some of those candidates media at least in the in the liberal media has not caught him out on as they would maybe a trump which i just think is absolutely hypocritical he told them he said we're gonna have more police in black in minority neighborhoods because they commit the most crime. They do this, they do that. But he focused on the minorities when it's, we know crimes everywhere. It's for every race. Yeah. But you enforced it for them to attack minorities. But yet you want to be apologetic now because you're running for office. It, it's just it's just not right. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I agree with that for the most part, right? I, the, the Bloomberg is a, is a very it's, it's a fair critique. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of liberals and a lot of leftists have, they've especially leftists have definitely critiqued Michael Bloomberg, but they're not going to spend their energy uh, uh, critiquing Michael Bloomberg because he's not a front runner and he's not the most egregious. Uh, he, uh, no, he's the, definitely the most egregious, but he's he's not the they don't want to re i think they don't want i suspect they don't want to repeat the same mistake as we did with trump right where we uh give spend so much airtime criticizing excellent this point. guy excellent and point. yeah and then it does nothing but bolster uh uh with, with people who are politically disengaged uh, or and, and, and it's going to bolster his their his appeal because they've already seen him as a, a go-to candidate because Michael Bloomberg has been spending millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars on advertising. And he's worth right? $48 billion, so he's got yes. enough money to go, yeah, yes. sure. Yeah, and th- so th- those millions is couch money for him, right? Exactly. So, uh, it, so It's yeah. shit paper, let's be honest. It's shit paper. Yeah, it, it is, it is, it is. Uh, so, I mean, so I think a lot of leftists and uh, are just kind of shelving that because if he if he does become an, a, a real competitor, 
that's when it's time to really start assessing these things. Like, for example, the Pete Buttigieg thing with like the mayor and the, the race politics between uh, the, their black community and the police and some of the recordings and, uh, the, to, and evidence to have emerged out of that scandal. That's been on the radar for months and months and months, but it's just now become topical because Pete Buttigieg has become uh, has is 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 nearing the front runner position, right, right. Uh, in competition with Bernie Sanders. I will say a, a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the criticisms and hearsay about Bernie Sanders and race politics has has for the most part been just kind of like unsubstantiated uh, uh, rumor uh, at the very least you would see that it doesn't reflect in his policy and any of his systemic practices or anything that he endorses so it, so it makes those rumors kind of fall by the wayside I, I think I would distinguish the criticism that I have with Elizabeth Warren when it comes to race politics uh, uh, I would distinguish Elizabeth Warren from the Michael Bloomberg's or the Pete Buttigieg's because Elizabeth Warren <clears throat> What she claimed wasn't a, wasn't, I would say, a as damaging or as incendiary to the race relations or, or uh, uh, to different communities as Pete Buttigieg and Michael Bloomberg, right? Like her going to college on a Native American scholarship, that's just a real thing that a lot of white people do, just period, flat out. But is like, it fair? <clears throat> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But and, and I, I absolutely agree with it. It's not fair. It's like the Hunter Biden thing, right? Is it fair for Hunter Biden to be a border on the board of directors just because his daddy's in a, a prestigious position? Absolutely not. Just like it's not fair for Ivanka Trump and uh, 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 her husband, I can't remember his name, it starts with a J. Jared. Jared. Yeah, Jared Kushner and, and all these other Trump's family and uh, 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 and Trump's attorney, like all having prestigious positions and uh, uh, close relations with foreign relations, international relations, when they don't have the resume for it, of course not. But banking on that, that's a that's a that's a I think that's a issue that's a systemic that's a systemic issue that's much greater than Donald Trump and Biden and Warren. But Bloomberg and Pete Buttigieg had a direct tie. <laughs> that lorded over that systemic policy being enforced on and being enforced and inflicted on uh, 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 hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of other people. You know what right. I mean? So like Elizabeth Warren, uh, that's a that's a I think that's more of a private issue that that's, that definitely speaks on a systemic issue that we should be addressing. But she was not the enforcer of that policy, uh, and uh, it, like Pete Buttigieg and uh, Michael Bloomberg, or she didn't have authority over that policy, I should say. Right. See, the uh, I will say that uh, Bloomberg used said last night to uh, cover his tracks. He said, "Well, we had 680 murders in New York when I got there. Once we initiated that stop and frisk policy, um, I think he said within the year, it dropped." 50%. So he was covering his ass, but still basically saying there was nothing wrong with it because it got the job done. But yet it was still counterproductive at the same time. And you basically oppress minorities in their own neighborhood because it was yeah. like, um, it's a, it's a minority port, the movie where they think people are going to do the crimes if they get to them. Yeah. I yes. Mean, it's, yes. 
that's basically what he was trying to do, and he let it get out of get get out of control. Yeah, and I think that was a highlight of the stop and frisk, but that may have been one of the only highlights of stop and frisk because it also, like, I'm because there's a social impact with policy, right? There was a conversation that I was having with another person a, a, a few days ago about how people really need to start understanding how there something that like uh, moral positions and ethical positions do not do not always translate into superior policy right right po- like good policy and a, a strong moral position may not always coexist right i think a moral position should always inform policy to make it sure it's going in a good direction sure but uh, uh at the end of the day policy in itself is a different beast well right? co- policy has to be conscious of who it's supposed to affect yes Period. culture like exactly everything like it should be a lot more sociologically entrenched than i think people's reservations and assumptions so yes. yeah um Absolutely. now i do like klobuchar I, I like her like if there was anybody that i think could match trump in just attitude it would be klobuchar yeah um because she's vicious i mean she eats a, her fucking salad with a comb i mean how can you not love <laughs> yeah. that hardcore shit you know what i'm saying but uh i uh Buttigieg pointed out last night he said how can we trust your foreign policy when you don't even know the the, the name of the, the president of mexico and i thought i'm like wow and he's like and you're on the the council for the border wall wow and i was like <clears throat> that that kind of it kind of threw me threw a wrench into how i was thinking about it for a second because foreign policy is obviously important and uh that's her fucking neighbor that she's on the council for or the committee for for the border wall you know yeah. right but i will say this elizabeth warren stuck up for her last night saying who cares we all have hiccups have you not forgotten something before that you're actually involved in oh what's his name oh, what, what's that she brought it down to a uh, humane kind of thing, humane yeah. kind of perspective, you know, instead of a political one, which I yeah. thought was pretty good. Um, I could see Elizabeth Warren on either Bernie Sanders' ticket because they always give each other huge comp- compliments, especially when they're speaking about their, their policies, because a lot of them are similar. Mm-hmm. And I could see Klobuchar going for uh, Warren as well. And or vice versa, whoever wins between those two, if they even do win. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I if if I if we can't get Bernie Sanders, my second option would definitely be Elizabeth Warren. I I, I really want Bernie Sanders over everything, mostly because of his stellar uh, uh, record, but also because of his Medicare option. I think is the superior one so far, um, and that's something that I think is long overdue for the United States to actually implement. Um, they they brought yeah. up his health last night because you know he had a heart attack. Yeah, you know several months ago. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's a low blow. Absolutely, I, I absolutely think it's a low blow to bring up his health uh, because uh, because it's not it's not an it's that's not a, a vital component whether or not someone should be president. Do you right? think that uh, has something to do with uh, ageism, at least with a certain certain point or no? I I absolutely agree. I I, I absolutely I and I'm saying this as somebody who's who's still in their twenties. Um, I mean, like I'm about to be in my thirties, but there's like a that was a and, and as a millennial, we often kind of 
butt heads with like baby boomers and stuff like that. But that was definitely an ageist blow in order to to bring up this kind of spooky and in, uh, intangible critique against Bernie Sanders because of his age, just because his age is a few years older than his other competitors, right? <laughs> like now, uh, I, I did like his bounce back comments when he was uh, presented with that question. And he basically said, if you had my schedule and you do 10 rallies a day and you think you could keep up with me, come talk to me. I mean, yeah. it, it was like, you're not on yeah. my level, basically. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because there's, 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 there's ample amount of recordings of Bernie Sanders sprinting from one part of the train to another part of the yeah. train or through airports. Like, he is, he is on top of it. He, I will like, say if, that yeah, him, he's active. Him, him and Trump have probably the best stamina in any of these races since I've been, I, I've loved politics since I was a child. Mm-hmm. And he, President Trump does not get tired. He loves doing that. Bernie Sanders, you can tell he has the same, he, he feels the same way. Yeah. But those two are the oldest fucking candidates in, in this race. And they're, they outwork everybody. Yeah. They really do. Absolutely. So hats Absolutely. off to both of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I agree with that. Um. So, news came out I think last week that uh, or maybe Monday, Bloomberg is considering uh having Hillary Clinton run as his vice president. Yeah, I, I I heard that that wasn't confirmed. I heard that that was like a rumor, but that's a good way to sink your ticket. I think. Yeah. Uh, um, because nobody like Hillary Clinton got. Two and a half more million, a uh, uh, two and a half million more votes in the popular vote than Donald Trump, right? But no one really sat there and I mean, there are definitely some Hillary Hillary supporters, right? But I think all in all, people were tired of living that kind of corporate lifestyle. And I think Donald Trump is another. I think he's another manifestation of a corporate lifestyle, just on the I buy yachts end, right? Uh, he's not like an establishment, but he's still very much, he's still very much establishment, but he doesn't fit that archetype. He is right? the antithesis of the establishment. I, I think he's still establishment. I, I, I think he's still establishment in the sense that he's uh, the disconnected upper echelon, right? Where he, like, like I, I am for what I believe is the status quo like, like I can't say the status quo, but very much still the status quo. But he's in a very Donald Trump is very much in the interest of big business, as sure. the, in the same way that uh, other that that uh, the establishment is. Uh, um, like uh, you can tell in it with like his trade wars and a lot of his uh, a lot of the policies pushed through a lot of the uh, uh, a lot of what he's enforced through like um, renewable energies. Um, and uh, the trade war that he's got with China, that he had with China, that he's trying to that he's easing off now, but he's still very much big business. And I think he, but he just shows the other the other part of the coin for big business. I think when you see like how he cycled through his cabinet and a lot of the scandals that has come up with when it comes to corruption and um um um. Uh, well, yeah, just corruption, just to put it the most all-encompassing term. But yeah, so I, I but I think, yeah, so I, I but I think, put Bloom, Michael Bloomberg pushing Hillary is 
further proof that Michael Bloomberg is pretty much establishment. You know, I mean, you know what I mean? He, he, <clears throat> they just showed a. Uh, uh, they, regurg- they, they regurgitated an old clip earlier of uh, Bloomberg on Good Morning America, I think it was, with uh, Stephanopoulos. And he said, Well, do you like Trump? He's like, I like Donald Trump. So, I mean, it's like. Yeah. Yeah. You, Michael Bloomberg being the front runner is is for me it would be the most absurd thing for us to have since Michael Bloomberg is very he is he is he is not distinguishable enough from Donald Trump to beat Donald Trump because he's just he just feels like another establishment democrat uh, who just loves rubbing elbows with other rich people and loves that kind yep. of energy, yep. and uh, and and that's just not what I think the blood of America really wants right now. Like that's not, and that's I think it's not what the blood of America really needs. Like the lifeblood of America needs someone who's actually sticking up for them and who's not trying to stuff the cabinet with people who who are going to line their pockets. Right, um, or who are who is going to make them feel good about themselves every day, and I think Bernie Sanders, I think, is the best candidate for that, uh, by far. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, Bernie Bernie Sanders said last night, "This is my last shot," because he yeah. was robbed by Hillary Clinton, and, and and the and the DNC last time. Yes. So I mean, if they don't figure out who this can, who their who their candidate is going to be, the Democratic Party, they will go to a convention, and. I feel sorry for people who who don't give it to Bernie because his supporters will cause a fucking uproar like Ron Paul's did when they went. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, and, and if you don't, I think if they do not select Bernie Sanders, then you just yeah. ushered in four more years of Trump. Period. Well, I, I think I, there's I think no Trump's there's no competitor. Regardless, I think Trump's yeah. gonna win regardless. I really do. Um, I think he. I, I call him Teflon Don for a reason. He's ten. He's he's a fucking gangster in the mob in the, in the White House, and he's got that mob mentality. That. <laughs> However, he's always ten steps ahead of everybody, which is why they hate they hate him. I I see. I, I don't get that. I don't believe Donald Trump does forty chess. I do not believe that. I believe the Democrats are so weak wristed in their pursuit of Donald Trump uh, that they enjoy the controversy, they enjoy the air, but they don't. They but it's really the grit of 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 putting his feet to the fire but also because a lot of the american public i think is just disengaged from what's actually going on in the impeachment trials and what was actually going on with the Mueller report i think a lot of people didn't read those 400 pages of the Mueller report right then i think a lot of people are not going to consume dozens and dozens of hours of an impeachment trial when they've got other things to worry about most right? people or, like to read most people don't like, yeah. don't, don't like to read unless it's a fucking uh, um, an attractive headline. Yeah, right? yeah. So. And even and even then, they feel like they got the story from the headline, right? right. Like they go, right. "I exactly. already know what's happened because I read the headline." Right. Uh, it, it it happens all the time where uh, with people sharing because of the headline, and then you read the article, and the article almost it seems the article. The body it's a of the article exactly. yeah, contradicts the headline. Yes. Right. Or you go like, oh, this was clickbait, right? Or like the Bingo. famous, the famous uh, anti-vaxer uh, 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 post that goes like, uh, anti, uh, uh, it's like anti-vaxer support, uh, anti-vax support.com or something like that. And you go, uh, 
here here's how uh, uh proof that autism uh that, i mean that vaccines create autism or something like that and then you click the link and so that's the headline and then you click the link and it's just a website page that says it does it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that and there's one line that supports the fucking the title, right? Yeah. Which is yeah. One, so. which was why on finflam.com I always try to make sure and be be conscious of don't do that. Don't don't be clickbait because they're not gonna respect the fact that try I know I may have grammatical uh issues sometimes, which you know it happens, but I'd rather have grammatical issues than a bullshit headline that doesn't have anything to do with the body of, of the text. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, I I think if I I don't like selling people blue sky, but I also don't like being sold blue sky. It just immediately erodes my legit uh, their leg legitimacy, and I just it burns me. I no longer go to them. Uh, so there's been a lot of there's been a few news outlets that I just simply uh, won't go to. Uh, right. Won't read. I'll read it from another different source if I if if it becomes a story. Um, now, do you have anything to say about any of the candidates before I change the subject? Because I want to, it's still political, but I, I, it's, it just happened yesterday. So I want to get your take on it because we didn't, uh, we didn't talk yeah. about this, but do you no, have anything that's to say? Totally uh, no, I, I'm, I'm an avid supporter for Bernie Sanders. Uh, and there's a litany of reasons why I think he's the most class conscious. Uh, uh, and I think his politics will, will bolster the very base of, uh, of America and, the and i think the my second choice and i think she deserves to be my second choice and not my first is elizabeth warren and i think everybody after that maybe like A andrew yang still but i but like andrew, yeah yeah but i think his ideas need time to simmer because uh a lot of his ideas are ambitious and i think we would i think it it, it should his ideas lend themselves just like bernie sanders with healthcare. Uh, with last election, uh, his ideas should lend itself some time to kind of marinate as far as like consequences and causality. But uh, but yeah, and I think all other candidates are unremarkable. Uh, uh, are, are remarkable as far as changing or evolving America in a way that I find to be most beneficial for the poorest among us or the people that, who need and, and you basically have people who shouldn't even be up there. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, whether they're using their their homosexuality for for clout, whether they're using their military fucking background for clout, Buttigieg, I'm just saying, it, it, that, it just seems that a lot of the media focuses on that because that's a talking point for the left side, right? You know, I I, I, I well, I would say that's a talking point for liberals, but leftists almost universally do dislike Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, they don't buy into it. They see straight through his identity, identity politics bullshit. They look straight at his policy because leftists are by far a lot more educated. And I don't get me wrong. There are some of like there are some there, there's some types of there there's some there's those those there's those bad types in every group. Right. But I think uh, uh, a lot of the when I compare liberals and leftists, leftists are by far a lot more policy centered on what's going to be happening. And I, I think Pete Buttigieg is just one of those who a lot of people see through. And I think a lot of the liberals, a lot of the establishment don't. Uh, I, I agree. And that's that's my point. If oh, you yeah. have people like it, then you have people like Bloomberg, you have people, you know, um, I mean, those two are really the main ones. I mean, I still have issues with Elizabeth Warren, but I think that, you know, overall her, 
her her stances on her policies are extremely strong. I honestly think some of her policies are stronger than Bernie's. Um, but I uh, I want to dive into something that happened yesterday. Yeah. Dealing with two of the candidates. Um, however much disdain people out there have for uh, George Zimmerman, you're going to have more. Yesterday, he filed a lawsuit for against Pete Buttigieg and Elizabeth Warren for $265 million in a defamation lawsuit because Trayvon Martin would have been 25 years old. In their tweets, they said it's a shame that he died due to white supremacy, right? So he's banking on their tweets to give him somewhere in some kind of money. And, <clears> I, <throat> and what I think is ridiculous, this guy has enough horrible clout that he caused upon himself. Then he sues the parents for money. Right? Yeah. Now he's suing these people for money. After he's a, he beat the shit out of his girlfriend, if I'm not mistaken, this guy just needs to go away. He should have been in fucking prison forever. A long now, time ago. Now, I respect the defense by um, his attorney because you put up a good defense and that's what happens. I applaud that. But the fucking person who actually you're defending is a completely big piece of shit who should be <laughs> yeah. in fucking prison, period. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that. I heard I heard about George Zimmerman. I heard about George Zimmerman suing the Trayvon Martin's family. Yeah. And and I and at that time I was in a, a I was in a re, a few really really extremist right wing right wing groups because I tend to I tend to be involved in a lot of politics and I like to get everyone's perspective and it was pretty. It's like right and left, like everyone universally loathes George. Yes, Zimmerman. they do. <laughs> like I was pretty, I was pretty amazed, because uh, 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 so I, I mean, yeah, I, I, he's one of those people who, who I, he, he, I don't know why he's drawn to, to putting him, pulling himself right back into the spotlight with exactly. really petty bad decisions. But this, that's just another one where he's trying to sue Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg. And I think I think contrary to his intent, or maybe this is his intent, he is going to bolster Warren and put, Pete, Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg's uh, uh, I guess, yeah. uh, report. That's a great point. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, uh, it's like saying, yeah, yeah. So I, I, think, I think it's just, and, and that lawsuit's gonna go nowhere. That's a heinous amount of money. Uh, um, um, and the and the those tweets were vague enough, were ambiguous enough to not pin it specifically on. Or it's not it's not defaming George Zimmerman specifically, right? See, uh, and, and, and yesterday I wrote that he's a fame-seeking murderer. Yeah, that you can't see that he's actually suffering. I agree to his own detriment. Yeah, even I more so, that. right? Yeah. Cause didn't he uh, auction off the gun? I think uh, I think maybe. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm not 100 positive on that. But this is the uh, the tweet from Elizabeth Warren. She says, "My heart goes out to uh, Sabrina Fulton and Trayvon's family and friends. He should still be with us today. We need to end gun violence and racism, and we need to build a world where all of our children, especially young black boys, can grow up safe and free." Um, and Buddha judges, Trayvon Martin would have been 25 today. How many 25th birthdays have been stolen from us by white supremacy, gun violence, and prejudice and fear? 
Now, actually, I don't have a problem with what either one of them said. Me neither. I seriously don't. <clears throat> um, he's a piece of shit. I mean, he's a horrible fucking person. Yeah, he I is. mean, seriously. You, $265 million because you said they inflicted malice on you. Malice. It, it, that's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think I think this is I think this is one of those uh, um, like really like fame seeking or like not necessarily clout chasing, but one of those things that pulls you into limelight and kind of uh, makes you wary. I, I think this is his equivalent of a slap suit. That's essentially what I'm saying, because it, it makes you wary to talk about him if he's going to put you in for litigation with a two hundred sixty five million dollar uh, a, a lawsuit, but it's. I wonder what state he actually filed for that in, and if they've got any slap suit protections, like any anti-slap laws. Because I think, I don't think that that I don't think that suit's going to go to court. I think that's going to judge is going to squash is going to squash that really quickly. See, this is one of the followers' his response to uh, my article, and he said. They let his testimony that was on video clear him. Not one time was he declared a white supremacist in the trial. In the trial. Yeah. Right? It, it, he's playing He's playing on the words. I watched it all because we were looking at security and the pros and cons of it. Yeah, okay. So here's this disconnect, right? So um, what people have to realize is that a lot of people's critique I like, like for example, if we take Pete Buttigieg's critique, even though we can go, Pete Buttigieg, you've got some pretty, you got some anti-black sentiment that you it's, need to work out in your police force, but uh, uh, it, it's but, extremely hypocritical, also on his part. I, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, uh, but it's one of those like thoughts and prayers after a mass shooting thing. But uh, 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 so, so, but you look at like Warren's critique and Pete Buttigieg's critique, and they're not saying Zimmerman is a white supremacist, Which and. Is- Yes. So, 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 and so, I think that's really, really important that we key in on that, because, because, because what they're saying is that Trayvon Martin was a victim of white supremacy, and white supremacy is a lot more systemic than it is than what someone who's just going, uh, uh, like, um, I believe, I personally believe whites are superior to blacks intellectually or physiologically, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, even though there's no evidence really to support that, because uh, a lot of the evidence that emerges out of that is really dubious. It's pseudo, it's pseudoscience. It's like modern phrenology almost. And other, and other times it's like you can see the methodology and see that they're 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 looking to see if a fish swims and not yeah. to see. So yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That, so, that's a fantastic uh, point. Fantastic point. So, but yeah, so so when they they're saying Trayvon Martin died due to white supremacy it was the idea that white supremacy is a lot more systemic than a, a one person's bigotry right it's like if i you know than, than individual yes right so if i so there's a there is a societal assumption that a black like a black man in a hoodie is more dangerous than a, a white, white guy, guy in a hoodie. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's it's just like it's, it's a thing that we already know it's a perception yeah. Yeah, and it's a thing that we feel. We like we feel when we're out on the streets and we see a group of black guys with hoodies or a group of black guys in streetwear versus a group of white guys with streetwear, we get more anxious, right? Like so it is and 
that and that that idea is white supremacy right so that's that's i think that's more of what they're chiming in on because the that would or because i think if they were to call george zimmerman a white supremacist they would call george zimmerman a white supremacist right uh uh and so i think like so i yeah so that so i think that's a that, that's a huge distinguishment and i think uh, there's a lot of disconnect between right wing and left uh, right wing or uh, right wingers and leftists and libertarians and and liberals that is that some people are thinking in different terms terms mean different things for other people so right. sometimes when leftists say racism they don't mean personal prejudice they very much mean the systemic problem that is by just by hearing my name rashid muhammad or just by hearing uh, uh someone's name like trayvon or darius or something like that you would know they're black and studies show that they are less likely to be called back for job interviews even when the resumes are identical right? right so so like that's the racism that people are talking about it's not a personal uh, prejudice and it's what, a systemic problem and what you point out you will have a hard time winning that case because what you first said is they never mentioned them yeah two you mentioned it's a communal thing it's a systemic thing in the culture not the individual thing so I think yeah. those are two fantastic points that you brought that you brought up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, George Zimmerman deserves to be somewhere where the sun doesn't shine. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. And I I am very much a guy who's like pro gun, pro defend your territory, pro defend your uh, defend your life. But that it just yeah it, it that that doesn't fit. Um. So, yeah. Well, we got two more issues uh, to hit on. Um, do you want to continue on, on this or go to another episode? Uh, let's go to the other. Okay. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us. This has been Across the Divide, uh, brought to you by Finflam.com. I'm your host, Big John. And we want to say thank you to Rashid, who's been fantastic today. Um, Rashid, you got any uh, words before you go? uh yeah uh, you could uh go ahead and i'm starting a youtube channel it, it'll be under rashid and bay like most of all my other properties uh and so you, you can find me on any social media under rashid and bay um to get my perspective or to do a, more of a deep dive on something that i may have said that may have triggered you or inspired you right uh <laughs> so he will trigger yeah. you folks he will trigger you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah because I, I i i i debate with leftists liberals libertarians and right-wingers alike so and centrists so uh so yeah so i so i'm eager to have a conversation hey guys thanks for joining us uh tune in next time and uh check out rashid and uh check out finflam.com f-i-n-f-l-a-m.com thanks guys see you